Hey, it's Sky Brothers here. View from the cheap seats this week. We have an unbelievable guest. Uh, he played for in the NFL, had over ten thousand six hundred yards rushing, and now he's got a great acting career. He's Thomas Q. Jones. Man, did you have fun on the show? Man, I had a blast on this show. Thank we you so much deep. for inviting me. Yeah, we got super deep, man. It was early in the morning out here in the West Coast. Man, Listen, y'all, got man, my, y'all got my brain working early, man. Talk so. Issues. I'm yeah. talking issues. I'm saying, look, we got so deep, we put her butt to sleep. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Welcome to Twisting the Wind, the podcast. Please listen to these sounds for a little bit, then there'll be some talking. Uh, great. <laughs> yeah. think you're doing pretty good because you made it okay welcome to twisting the wind the podcast of the name that i invented and realized recently that it's hard to pronounce it's not hard to pronounce it's just easy to call it twist in the wind hey yeah it was uh listen to us listen to us twist in the wind oh uh, yeah we we're hanging out uh we're just hanging out twisting the wind to wait what'd you say oh twist in the wind wait no, sorry to say it slower. Twisting the wind. Wait, twisting in the wind? No, 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 no. That's a whole other thing. That means like you're hanging out in the wind, like you're you're helpless. You know, you're out to dry. You're twisting in the wind. You're being controlled by the wind. No, this is twisting the wind. Oh, I thought you said tw- oh, okay. I didn't hear that. Oh, I wonder why. Oh, maybe because it's like a kind of a a, a basically flawed name. Too late. Too late. Should have called it Executive Buffet, right? Should have called it the Executive Buffet. That would attract a whole new clientele. Should I do it? Should I just simulcast? Should I simulcast in uh, Palm Desert Ventura Upsprings as Executive Buffet? Well, we'll see about that. Is there a technology for that? Probably. I think it's out there. You know what they say about technology, right? It's out there. Thank you for listening so much. 
Thank you. I mean that in both ways. I mean so much thank you. And I also mean thank you for, for just taking this media product and consuming it. Like just, just consuming the shit out of it. Like consuming it so much that the, if it was an animal, that it would have to defecate before you ate it because the animal was frightened because it knew it was going to be consumed. So I was like, oh, I better, sh- well, I'm going to die. I better shit. <laughs> when really it would make a lot more sense if the animal was like, I'm going to die. Well, might as well shit in this guy's mouth as I'm being consumed. So thank you for scaring the shit out of the media product and getting it to shit before you eat it so it tastes great. And also thank you very much for listening to the shit out of this, this, little, this little ditty. Down, gone, daddy, home, bust, home, don't, don't, shitty. Oh, I wish I was a hillbilly. It's something you just can't be, you know what I mean? There's some things you just can't... It take a, a level of ignorance that you... Not ignorance, that's a word that people hate. And I guess when I say ignorance, I mean purely in the sense of you just don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And I wish I could be... I could not know what I know so I could be a hillbilly named Gino Quinn and just like ramble around in a Cadillac with a busted door and just go on down the paper. How, how y'all doing there? Hey, what? Now you tell me you got this there? Well, I ain't seen him for... I'm a, I went up to Bakersfield. I didn't see anybody around there. I swear somebody cooked cooked up a tornado came flipping on through and then I turns out it was just uh, dinner time and I was all screwed up because I've been traveling. Well... Shucks, I can't be that guy. It's too late. But I can try. You know, I guess I could act, do an act, as they say. He's an actor. What do you do? He acted like it. Oh, he's not really that guy. Well, essentially, he is. All actors are basically the things that they play ninety percent of the time. And to give them a <laughs> to give an actor award is just it's, you're just encouraging that behavior. It's true. I believe Javier Bardem said it best in some interview. God, I just got like, what did I, I just became public radio here in a matter of seconds. Uh, Javier Bardem said a great thing about how he likes to act. He's a brilliant actor. He was the guy with the, uh, the metal tank plug brain killer from uh, No Country for Old Men. Also, one of my favorite movies of all time, Before Night Falls, which is uh, one of the greatest movies ever made. And... um but he said about acting that he he loves being someone other than himself because it's the only time he feels comfortable. And uh, it's kind of sad in a way, but it's also, well, he's doing a great job of being other people because he must, he must have nothing to say. I bet, I mean, well, obviously that's not true because he just said what I said he said, so that's something of content right there. I think I've said enough. You are listening to Twisting the Wind, still Twisting the Wind. It is Twisting the Wind. It is, twi- it is Twisting the... You, you are, you are, you are, you, you are, you, 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 you. You and me, you and me are listening to Twisting the Wind together right now, okay? Great. If you have something for me, Please send me an email, twistingthewind at gmail. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love for you to touch down in a delta fog in the middle of a boring dream, okay? I would love for you to touch down in a delta fog in the middle of a boring dream and uh, just shoot that Katusha rocket over digital style and I'll accept it. 
Also, if you lick, lift, if you lick this podcast and you love it, and it gives you that uh, sensation you got from that frog that one time that you thought was going to make you not trip, and it did, then I would love for you to rate and review the podcast on iTunes. It's easy to do. It allows the continual expansion of the universe that has become this aural device, aural pumpkin product. If a pumpkin could make sound, it would make a sweet sound, and I hope that this is what we're doing here, is making a, a great pumpkin sound. Pumpkins, underrated for many long times. Okay. <laughs> this Friday, the Olmstead County Fairground. It's Summertown Rock Fest. Coors Light and Bud Light came up to bring you some of the hottest bands of the summer. Performances by Big Sticks, Jason Cramhorn and Kettle Thunder, The Rascal, Wishbone Frenzy. Special appearance by Paul and the Castle Rock on the October Boys, featuring Randy Catalog. Plus three-hour special solo event from the Santana cover band, Sweet Baby Angel. All going down this Friday, the Olmstead County Fairground. Step into the heat, Rochester. Yeah, did you feel that one? Uh, that's a little something I made uh, a long time ago for. Oh, no, I didn't wait. Well, no, 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 I didn't make that. That's a. It's a. I just recorded that off the radio in my hometown of Rochester, Minnesota, and that was something they were playing. Uh, man, they have some cool stuff going on at the Olmsted County Fairgrounds. Check it out this summer. Check out your local fairgrounds. Go get some antiques. Go down and get some of those things that they're making and that little thing. Check out the big cow. Check out the big catfish in a really small pond. Check out the smells. Check out the rat tails. Check out the carnival games. Check out the vomit. Check it all out, okay? You don't have much time to prepare your brain. Get ready to go. This is a really good episode. I'm really proud of the guest. He's a great guy. I'm not going to say anything more about it, except I am going to probably talk about music for a little bit, which is what happens all the time right now. Thanks. When I cry, hands down on me. When I spread to you, only yesterday. When I fly. Okay, we heard that. This is the musical part. You know that, right? Have you been here before? If you have, this is what happens in this part of the day of the podcast day. A podcast day is like, I know, it's a two-hour day typically, and uh, sometimes it's less, sometimes it's more, but typically it's about two-hour day, yeah. Okay. Got some great selections here for you today. These selections are a little different. I know typically I tend to go for that real glow stick, cracking, heavy... Uh, liquefied, repetitive drone, you know, the crisp, the crunch, the uh, the drive. 
um, which is great. And I never get tired of that stuff. But that's all. I also don't just listen to that. So I thought I would change it up a little bit. Chairs to change up. First off, uh, we're going to hear something from a guy named Raymond Scott. This guy is older. He's exceedingly famous. He wrote a lot of music for cartoons, which is great. Gotta love cartoons back in the you know 40s and early, old-timey, old-timey-timey stuff. But he was also to my, was a very significant electronic music pioneer. Raymond Scott is his name. His birth name was Harry Warno. Uh, born in Brooklyn to a Jewish, Russian-Jewish family, like so many greats. And he has composed some amazing, amazing music. And it's on this compilation that came out well, a number of years ago called Manhattan Research. And it's a two-disc comp. It's incredible. And a lot of this stuff, a lot of this really amazing, cool, far-out, early electronic stuff is stuff that he wrote for radio commercials. Or radio or, I guess, television commercials, but I think mainly radio commercials. And... Which is, how cool is that? I mean, nowadays that doesn't happen. I don't think it does, at least. Maybe it does. We just don't know about it. Or I don't know about it. Or who gives a shit? Who cares? Moving on. Raymond Scott. This is uh, one of many, many, many tracks on this album. They're absolutely incredible. Small, little. This song's a minute and 14 seconds long, okay? And it's called Baltimore Gas and Electric Company. And I believe it's the instrumental for a commercial for that very company. Okay, here it is. Dog, pretty trippy, huh? <laughs> yes, it is. Manhattan Research Incorporated, Disc One, Baltimore Gas and Electric Company, by as composed by and uh, performed by Raymond Scott. Probably, almost guaranteedly, on a large analog synthesizer for which he built, or at least modified. And he was an engineer. I mean, he's one of these guys. He's he's like a like a Les Paul type guy, where he just infinite incredible knowledge that uh, maybe has revolutionized music, but not to the extent that we really understand it. But I think the underpinnings of electronic music are owed to Raymond Scott. Thank God for a year. Here's an amazing guy. Some This is also something that's a little mellower. Okay, is that okay? It's winter. We can do that. His name is Shuggy Otis. Shuggy is short for sugar because I guess he was a sweet guy. He is the son of uh, R&B legend Johnny Otis. And this is from an album he came, put out in 1974. 
inspiration and information and it's this crazy amazing blend of r&b and also like uh rock and roll straight up straight up american rock and roll and amazing guitar playing but also has well i'll let you i'll let you hear it i'll let you judge out of my head is this song and it's the whole album is incredible there's an amazing reissue that came out i think uh, from the waka bop which was uh david burns record label that was essentially the album reissue with a couple extra things on there. Uh, here it is. It's all good. It's amazing, and the whole thing is incredible. A lot of other, even more, more spaced out jams than that. Some instrumental spaced out jams that all feature that beautiful. I believe that's what's called a rhythm ace. It's a very early drum machine. It was employed by Sly Stone uh, and JJ Kale, among others. Probably my favorite thing. If you if you make music with the with the rhythm ace, I will like it. You could be well, unless you're like unless I can't hear it because you're like screaming and like smashing uh, children's faces over the sound of the rhythm ace. Unless you're doing that, I probably will like it because it's something about that early... Oh, it just kills me because it's, it's, it's like real, but it's fake. You know what I mean? It's like, I don't even know. It's like a painting. It's like a painting. If a painting was a sound, that would be the sound. Shuggy Yotis, out of my head, from Inspiration Information, 1974. Good year. Great year. Got some wine from then? Pair it up. Drink it together. Maybe some weed from then? Oh, 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 then you got it. Okay. Last thing here. This is uh, from a movie soundtrack from a movie called Vampiros Lesbos, which came out sometime, probably about the same time, 71, I guess. My favorite year. If you've been listening to the podcast before, you know that 71 is generally considered my favorite year for music. It's weird. I keep stumbling upon that year without even trying. It just happens. Okay, so this was uh, this was written by guy Siegfried Schwab, Manfred Hubler, and Jesus Franco. None of those guys really mean anything to me by name, but I have to credit them because this is some incredible, very subtly beautiful music that is, ah, uh, yeah, you don't hear things like this very often, especially not in terms of a soundtrack. You mostly hear just orchestrated, over-the-top crap that just sounds like someone spraying buffalo shit out of goddamn back of a fucking van. Not this. This is called People's Playground Version B. Here we are.
Sir, your drugs have arrived, sir. And they're being delivered by Vampiros Lesbos. Yes! Good God, how wonderfully, subtly, sweet, beautiful is that, huh? There's no hammers involved, no chainsaws, no massive string quartets being orchestrated by an incredibly rich person. I don't think so. I think we just had some music there that was great. That was People's Playground version B. Uh, as part of the soundtrack for Vampiros Lesbos, which is packaged as the album called Sexadelic Dance Party. You know, you got to sell a CD, right? That's how it works. I think it's available to, to, you can acquire it. You can acquire all this music and more. Coming up next on our Super Rebound Hit Parade, where we smash our own heads against the wall until it sounds so good, you don't need a stereo. Thanks for listening to the Twisting the Musical section. Please, please buy, use our Amazon portal and get yourself some good things. Just keep on, you know, absolutely get what you need. Find a way to acquire the sounds that are going to make you... Appreciate your business. The next available banker will take your call. Whoa. Thank you for calling. This is Kayla. To further assist, may you please get your account number or debit card number? All right. Hey, Kayla. How's it going? It's going good. How's it going with you? Pretty good. You caught me in. You kind of. Well, I caught you. At my lunchtime, so that's weird, you know what I mean? <laughs> I caught myself. I did it to myself, you know what I mean? It's not your fault. I called up. I'm used to waiting on hold for a long time, you know? What's the longest you've waited on hold for? Um, actually, it was a couple nights ago, mm-hmm. and or actually, it was last Friday. I waited about 15 minutes. Wow, what was that? it was also at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning. Oh, <laughs> uh, did you have to get a tow truck? No, it was just um, because I got my new account with Wells Fargo, and I was trying to do a transfer between my savings account and my checking account at the ATM, and they, for some reason, didn't link up my debit card to my savings account, so I couldn't do it. So I had to call them so they would link it up. Wait a second. <laughs> but you work it, you work there, and you had to wait on hold that long? Yes, sir. <laughs> wow. I thought membership had its privileges. We're just like every other customer. I mean, just because we work for, you know, the the bank, there's other customers, you know, that need help as well. I guess, but I, I'll, I'll say this. I think you deserve a little preferred access. Oh, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Man, 3 o'clock in the morning. <clears throat> That's pretty late to be out getting money. What are you doing out there? Hey. I was, I'm only 22, so I oh, was out wow. having a little fun. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> Wait, what, what part of, I live in Los Angeles, so I know all about fun. What part of the country do you live in? I'm in Reno.
Reno, Nevada. Oh wow! Well, I guess I guess I don't know then, do I? <laughs> you know what I mean? Because that's you guys have sort of the, the corner market on that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> the things don't shut down there, do they? They just keep going. Yep, they do. It's, it's pretty much a twenty-four hour town. <laughs> how do you how do you handle that? Um, to be honest with you, I'm not a big like going out person. Okay, except for um, this one time, huh? Well, there's there's a couple times, you know, when we get a group of friends together, if yeah. there's like a special occasion going on. Um, but it's not. I guess for people that actually live here, it's not that big of a deal. I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they just they're just like uh, pickled alcoholics, right? They can handle it. It's like you can't. <laughs> yeah, they're like pickles. Speaking of which, yeah. I'm a big fan of pickles. I'm not sure about you, but I am. Um, I'm a big fan. <laughs> you, why, why you laugh? Why you laugh? I don't like pickles. You hate all. them. Oh, my God. Uh, What's wrong with you? What happened to you as a child? I don't know. I don't like pickles or olives for some reason. Like, well, everybody loves those, but I don't like them. <laughs> you know, that that is an entire section of flavor on your tongue, is that flavor. It's like one-fifth that's like saying that's like saying you don't like mornings ever, not once. <laughs> but I bet you love mornings, don't you? You sound like a super duper morning person. Yes, I actually do. <laughs> See, I called it right. I called it. Yep. <laughs> I I bet your average wake up time is six thirty a.m. Am I calling it right? Um, six thirty, and sometimes if it's like on my day off, it'll be like the latest eight o'clock. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> Gotta get up and take care of business, right? Yeah, but I have, well, I have a little puppy right now, and no way. Um, so I on walks every morning and do oh that God. with him. What kind of puppy is it? He's actually a chow. <laughs> a chow. Those are great dogs. You know, Martha Stewart had one of those dogs. Yeah, he's like he's um he's. He's really weird because he's an actual gray color. He's not white or black or that tan. He's super hmm. gray. Gray, also known as my favorite color. <laughs> yeah, Martha Stewart's ones were gray. They got blown up. You know that? They got exploded. Oh, wow. She had them boarded at some high-end boarding facility wherever she lives, and they had a like a natural gas explosion. Like hundreds, all these dogs blew up and died. Isn't that sad? What? Yeah, craziness. Wow. So even Martha, even Martha's not immune to... Uh, immense canine tragedy. Oh, wow. I know, that's, that's crazy. So well, that's, I don't, don't think about that. Your dog's not going to blow up. I'm sure your dog was, is, <laughs> is great and it's going to be, it's going to bark at people who are bad and lick people who are good, right? That's the old thing. He's a, he's a goofball. He has the cutest little personality. <laughs> What's his personality? How would you describe it? Um, he's just like, it's weird because when I first got him, he'd, um, he responded to like taps on the floor. He didn't like taps on the floor. So like when mean? I would hit it with my hand. Why would you be hitting the floor with your hand? Because when I had him when he was, when he got, how old was he? He was four weeks old when mm-hmm. they gave him to me. That's too young. Because I didn't want to live anymore. That's yeah. too young. I had to bottle feed him. Oh my God. Yes. Wow. So. You were a saint. Yeah, I had him. Yeah. <laughs> he was, he's, he's my little baby. He's a big mama's boy. <laughs> wow. So how does yeah, someone like you, I, who's super nice, who bottle feeds dogs, end up in Reno? Um, I actually was born here. Um, my whole family's here. Wow. And I'm just trying to get through school before I go somewhere else. Great. Uh, what, you're going to college, huh? Yes. What's the end destination there? I'm sorry? What's your end destination? I don't know, well, to be I mean, honest with you. 
But you want to leave Reno, right? Yes. So, but you don't have an, uh, you don't have an exit uh, strategy. Well, you know, I just want to finish because I only have about a year and a half left of school, and then as soon as I'm done with that, because I'm going to school to be an RN. Oh, um, that's a good job. You picked the right one. I thought you were going to say you went to school for banking or something, which would be... No. Yeah. Not at all. No. <laughs> no credit default swaps for you, huh? Nope. No collateral debt obligations? Nope. You know what those are? I just go through the going through like loans and stuff like that. I honestly, I just get my financial aid and um, I'm still with my parents right now. Great. Just so I can get through school and get on my feet. Nothing wrong with that. That's, you know what? Yeah. For thousands of years, that's how it worked. So nothing wrong with continuing a little bit of thousands of years. Yep. That's then, great. I know He's, my best friend. Yeah, my best friend's doing the same thing, but she's in Louisiana right now. Oh, um, really? But yeah. she wants to move to California that's as soon where, as we're done. That's where you go. I mean, have you been to Venice before? No, I have not. It is a true nutball. It is a crazy house. It is like, imagine if you built something out of balsa wood and then like blew some pixie dust on it and it became real. That's what it is. Everything is three-quarters scale. It's really strange. It huh. is like, um, yeah, I'm telling you. Yeah, there's a river here. It's very beautiful. It's uh, actually become. It's going to be the site of the uh, U.S. Olympic kayak team coming up here in uh, five years. So they're they're trying to spruce it up, get it really, get those rapids ready. I guess they're doing something where they're gonna they're gonna carve out the riverbed to make it like about a hundred feet, a hundred foot uh, vertical drop in a short span near downtown. They have this big, big plan. They're spending a lot of money. They actually tacked on a 3% sales tax to everything in town. And, uh, man, so it's it's going to be crazy. Because I don't know, did you, did you hear about what happened with kayaking? No. Well, I guess it's now the number one biggest watch sport in the world. Oh, really? Yeah, I know. We, you, we wouldn't know that because I guess no one watches kayaking around here. But evidently, it's like the new soccer. Like, all these guys who used to be really good at soccer are doing this co com competition kayaking, and they're just, something about it translates. You know, you know how skateboarders are good at surfing? Yeah. There's something about soccer that makes you good at kayaking, and they're just like, it's happening. It is moving. Do you know, <clears throat> do you know John Daly? You ever heard of him? No. Oh, well, John Daly is a, he's a friend of mine. He's a real talented guy. He's a, I mean, it's hard to describe him, really. I've known him for a good while here, but he's got all these great tricks up his sleeve. And he, and he started off doing magic, uh, doing magic up in Pennsylvania, in North Pennsylvania, for a couple of years. He had his own magic company, but he would do water magic. Have you heard about this? Uh, not water magic. Okay, uh -huh. well, water magic is this thing where they get you out on a boat. It's like a whole, it's like a cruise, right? Uh -huh. have, you been, have you been on a cruise? Yeah. Well, oh. I've been on a mini one. What's a mini cruise? Um, well, because I went with, it was, I was 16 and I went with one of my friends um, and her family and we went on like this dinner thing on a boat and like we went out for a while, but it was like, they had like a play as you were eating dinner. Like, I don't know, it's really hard to explain. Are you talking and, about? And like we were part of the play. You're talking about interactive floating dinner theater? Maybe. Um, I don't know. We're somewhere in California. <laughs> yeah, that's called Interactive Floating Dinner Theater. That is huge. I don't know I don't know if you have time on your hands to um to do something else besides nursing, but you should consider getting into that cuz that's where you want to put your money. That's like that's the new real estate. You know how real estate used to be the investment you'd make? Like that's the investment. Mhm. Mm 
Interactive water dinner theater now is getting so big. The problem with it is it's getting big in California, but guess what we don't have a lot of in California? I'm not sure. Come on, think. <laughs> think about it. What, what don't we have a lot of that you need to have on interactive water dinner theater? Well, you guys have, well, I don't... We don't have a lot of water. We don't have enough water. You know what I mean? Like, oh. like bodies of water? Uh huh. Yeah, we just don't have enough bodies of water to create enough demand. Like, that's like a, it goes back to that kayak thing, right? They're spending a ton of money to create this, this vertical downdrop for these kayakers, and that's just all part. And that's because there's just one river in this area. And so they're just trying to get more water. Uh, it's a real conundrum. But. That's the thing. If you could solve that, if you could figure out a way to, to bring interactive water dinner theater to the Southland of California, you would be, you'd have to give an address to dump trucks to drop off the gold that will be coming to you because it wouldn't fit in your house. You have to have like a second address. Mm. That's like a really bad analogy, isn't it? I mean, like, I just mean you'd be making a lot of money. Yeah. yeah. It's like. I, I had fun on it. I, I'd, I'd want to do it again. I thought it was cool. It was cool. What was the play about? Um, it was about a murder. And then, like, Ooh. at the end of the dinner, you had to write down who you thought was the murderer, mm -hmm. or who was the murderer. Mm -hmm. And then if you got it right, you got, like, a prize, and you got pictures with all the people that were in the act and all that. That's so cool. It was pretty cool. So do you, like, yeah. do you like write it on a, on a baked potato or something, or how does it work? No, it was just, um, they gave you a piece of paper and, like, you had to follow some things. They kind of gave you a little bit of clues and stuff. And then um, you had to think about, like, who it was, and they went through the play again and kind of helped you out. And then they gave you a piece of paper and you circled the name of who you thought it was. Oh, wow. That's... And then, yeah, they took it back and announced the winners. <laughs> who won? It was, I was one of them, my friend was one of them, and then there was two other people. Okay. So the, your friend, your friend must have got like a special pictures and stuff, huh? Yeah, her mom um, put together like a binder for both of us of everything we did because we went from like um, we went to Knott's Berry Farm, Great America, Disneyland, and then California Adventures, and then this big water park that was next to, I think it's Great America, maybe. That's awesome. That sounds fun. Yeah, well, it was fun. I never done something like that before. I went with them, so wow. I had a good time. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like an end all be all. You must have been like, well, you're a morning person, so you can get up and hit the town, right? Yeah, and so was her parents. So it was cool. <laughs> Did they let you drink? No, we you... were we were only sixteen at the time. <laughs> oh yeah, not not ready for. I mean, but a lot of times sixteen year olds they're hitting the sauce, you know. Yes. Well. Sometimes, I mean, I'm not going to say I never did, but oh. when I was able to get out and sometimes. Hmm. So you're not going to say you never did, but you're not going to not say you never did. Correct. Got it. <laughs> Ma'am, well, what does your dad do? Um, He's actually ha um, owns his own excavation business. Oh, that's cool. Wow. That's rad. I, I love excavation. It's some of those things where it's just, it's you know, there's, there's always something underneath what you just took up, you know? Yep, he um he's colorblind, so he does like um landscaping too. And I don't know how it works, but because he's colorblind, he puts together like the prettiest colors, even though he can't see them. That's amazing! Wow, that's incredible. Yeah. I you would never think that that would be something that happened. It's like he's just 
he's like just magical with that because he doesn't he doesn't judge the colors. He just he's all about the shapes and maybe that's what it is, huh? Yeah, wow. I don't know, but everybody hires them to do their landscaping and everything. If you know, if not, you know, anything that has to do with underneath, but just landscaping, he does that as well. What's it called? Close the door. Close it over privacy. Door. How are you doing, Mr. Pemberton? If you want to get it, it's an improv class. If you want to do it, then you take it on. Yeah, cool noise. Cool noise. Cool noise. Cool noise. It's the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. What does it look like? Tell the listeners what it looks like. It looks like. Uh, sherbet push-up right? that you get yeah. when you're a kid, except the stick wiggles yeah. a yeah, lot more and is a spring, and yeah. it's a, uh, it's it makes an insane noise for how big it is and how product. simple it is. It's a product. It's a product. You can get it at any uh, any sort of uh, store in Northern California. Is that where you got it? Yeah. Well, you're crazy yeah. hippie. You're from you're from NorCal, right? No, I'm from uh, Minnesota. Total guess. Don't care. NorCal, didn't know right? at all. Are you from Michigan? No, from I'm from Pittsburgh. From <laughs> <laughs> I'm from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, you're from bro. Pittsburgh. Oh, it's so funny. I talked Pittsburgh. to someone from Pennsylvania. Yeah. Uh, today on the phone, a guy who works for Hot Pockets. Oh, really? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I work for Hot Pop Hot Pockets or whatever. Hot, hot, hot yeah, I work for fucking Hot oh, Pockets. Fucking it's cool, so- dude. I'm like, yeah, man. I'll eat the my favorite's a <laughs> oh, fucking pepperoni cheese. There's dude. only one other person I've ever met who can do that accent because he's also from there. I still like my favorite accent. It's the one accent I cannot cannot do yeah it's pretty cool it's really like so weird we can go downtown later and get some fucking Dang cheese for it's like a weird like <laughs> redneck kind of thing it's not yeah. it's like yeah oh God, no it's, it's well super... it's southern mixed with red mixed with uh yeah. polish mixed with appalachian mixed with you know it's very like i feel like deep. it's like the new zealand of america is yeah. what that is. It's I think that's Hawaii, though. <laughs> Hawaii. Yeah. I mean, Hawaii, if there's going to be a New Zealand, it's probably Hawaii. Right. Yeah. John Daly is your name. Hey, what's up? Hey, John here. Daly. Uh, that's what we call a delayed introduction. Uh, it's, it's, it's a new sort of podcasting phenomenon. I'm super excited about this podcast. Yeah. You know what? I apologize yeah. profusely. Right. I don't expect anyone to ever listen to my podcast. I don't know what your podcast is, and I'm it's, here completely you, blank. This is this is, it. I'm going to find out it. about it. It doesn't need to be anything. No. Is there, there's no theme no. to it? No, I mean, I, no, there's no theme, really. Do you want me to do a character or something? Bill Cosby, um, Bukowski, Sappity no. Tappity, <laughs> one of my... Uh, Frazier, how about... Uh, we could. I was, no, I'd rather just be my... Let's just be yeah, ourselves. I think you know? it's a be wanna, yourself kind of thing. I don't want to tease the people with something that the no, podcast isn't about, even though apparently it can be about it anything. It can be about anything. I think a podcast, any podcast can be whatever it wants to be, because it's really just sounds that are being recorded and for people's enjoyment later on right yeah absolutely so, yeah, absolutely there's no, there's no there's no protocol here only protocol is that um <sighs> i have to send a text right now it, um, i didn't know you're going to be recording when i walked in so oh. i'm sending a text it's okay it's a work text i'm not it's not a fun it's not a what's going yeah. on because it is friday night i right. don't know if we can say that um can we, we say it's friday night hold on or is that going to fucking excite people hold on too a second. much well, 
Yep, we can say it. Ah, uh, so, okay. uh, thanks, thanks. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Carolyn in the booth. I guess. Thanks so much. Okay. Uh, cool. John is currently going to send a work text, and a work text involves. You can pay attention to it. I'll just. Okay. I'll just I'm, I'm just going to send yeah. the text, and then you and can then narrate it. I'll, I'll, you'll hear the clicks, guys. What's going on right now is John is involved in a work scenario, which involves payment for work done during time spent in a location time spent, yeah. time, time spent in a location union. this is union this, this is a union a, text we're talking about a union text here it's been eight pre cents approved. i get eight cents for every union text elliot gould is involved in this and he's the president of the screen actors guild which subjugated the writers guild until there's nothing left we have all things considered and you trimmed your yep. beard. Here okay. we go. Great. I did trim my beard. Did you, you did, notice yeah. that? Well, because I noticed when I saw you there at night that it was like, oh, it's a lot of beard. It was like a significant amount of beard. What, two nights ago? Yeah. Or, yeah. Well, well I haven't trimmed it that much since oh, then. Oh, well, maybe it was the Was dark. it ugly? Did no, it look I just was like, whoa, because I saw you on screen having no beard. So oh, right. I was that, a bald face. see that change. This was I'm the premiere face. of The Kroll Show. Right. Which is a new show that I write, produce, and act and on. And it's Nick Kroll's yeah. show. And he's fucking hilarious. So and watch by it. the time this comes out, I think we'll be on, ep- there'll probably be on almost episode three. By the oh. time this gets on, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah? yeah. We'll enjoy episode so. three. Ooh, it's a doozy. Rich Dicks and yeah. I forget what else. Very funny. Some other stuff. Really funny. Stunningly love funny. It. Love it, love it, love it. How did you guys start working together? Did you guys met? You met in New York, right? We met in New York. We had done shows. I had done his right. show, and me and Gelman had a show, Cracked Out, our rap show. Brett. Midnight show and and Nick had done that. We had yeah. hung out at Rafifi numerous times. We were That's a good spot. Yeah, Longer yeah, yeah. And he was working with Mulaney. He did a show with Jesse Longer Klein there. that yeah. I did, and kind of like we were just hanging out and we'd hang out, you know. And everyone hung out and uh, that's it. The the Rafifi scene. Yeah. And uh, then I moved to LA. He he came to LA to do uh, the jobs. Sorry, uh, he came to LA to do. The jobs. The jobs, uh, right. And then I moved out here like three years later or four years later. Right. And then uh, we started working together because we, we started hanging out. And then well, how do we do it? Oh, yeah. We just uh, we had these rich guys. I had the character Wendy Sean. Yeah. And Nick came to, to see me do a show. Or I did a 10 oh, minutes so as Wendy Sean. And Nick was like, I'm doing something similar. Right. Let's do something which became we wrote five or like six one-minute scripts, and then we did right. Rich Dicks as a video. and with, then uh, With John Kreisel. With, with John, Jonathan. Yeah. We met up with Jonathan Kreisel, yeah. and yeah, and then did Great Rich guy. Dicks. Uh, Wait, so Wendy Sean was, um, was, it, was it the same genesis where he was like an old money? Old, was it the yeah. same as it is? It started out, yeah. Uh, okay, Wendy Sean okay. is my character. <laughs> Wendy, it's <laughs> Wendell Sean, uh, the 14th, and yeah. I am old money, and Nick is Aspen Bruckheimer, and he's new money. He's yeah, Jerry he's Bruckheimer's nephew. Jerry's son, right. And nephew, so that's how, yeah. it was always that way. Yeah, now, well, he's actually Aspen Bruckenheimer now. We had to change oh. it. Oh, really? But, it's, but well, it originally was Bruckheimer because, because, yeah, you just don't, I, I mean, I, guess you can't. I think Bruckenheimer's funny. It's not as good as Bruckheimer, clearly, right. but it's... Uh, Wait, yeah, you just can't do it. I guess. Yeah, I guess uh, they can't. You know, yeah, we didn't. I mean, you can't. It's true. You we can't couldn't do it. it. It wasn't something. I, I think it's something it that we though. just say. It wasn't like a note from Comedy Central. It was like just. Yeah, we were just like yeah. Let's. I didn't know. I didn't notice it. I didn't even. They were very. Comedy Central is the best. They the were best. the best the whole time. Old yeah. CC. Very good. Old. I love Comedy Central. Viacom. Uh, uh, I love. I've worked for Viacom as well. It's uh, it's sweet. 
I saw. I've seen you in many Viacom films. Viacom films. Um, what is a Viacom film? Who does Viacom own? Uh, Spike. Spike, <laughs> Spike oh, yeah, TV. Spike film works. It's a Spike film. Yes. Uh, they do a lot of like Archaeopteryx versus oh, well, uh, Archaeopteryx. Super Dinosaur. That's a type of. That's the the bird. The dino bird. Yeah, it's a dino bird. Archaeopteryx. Yeah. Archaeopteryx. Archaeopteryx. Is that how you say it? It's a dinosaur bird. It's the first. It's the first known uh, found skeleton with uh, feathers. feathers. Clearly feathers. Yeah. And you're into this kind of thing. Uh, archaeology? Dino? Yeah. Are you really? Um, no, I'm no. not. Okay. But I'll tell you what. I just went to Yosemite National Park uh, with you've... my fair lady, okay. and uh, we did get into the whole geology of it all because, right. like, you go to Yosemite National Park, it's there. and it's really beautiful, and there's nothing to do but learn about it. What did your kids think <laughs> about it? Um, well, Kylie was. Kylie she's was she's, she's too young to really yeah. see the views. Yeah, I get it. Even yeah. though you hold her up by the shoulders, blades, and kind of yeah. like, you know, make her see the view, but wait, wait, she's I, not going to comment on it, so it's boring. Right, so those shoulder blades that she has, like, I was going to ask, that's, is that like a birth defect, or is that something that she inherited from no, that's, her mom? No, yeah, that's it's um, a, that's her mom, it's Kylie Sr. She's okay. actually Kylie Jr. It's uh, have you ever heard of that? Uh, people uh, are doing a lot of Hollywood couples are doing yeah, it now. Uh, you give it's a it's a junior it's senior a thing for women. Pass down. Yeah. Maternal, maternal pass down. Maternal pass down. Name pass. The old uh, <laughs> the old pussy pass. Right? The Amish would call it yeah. uh, name and passing. Name ah, uh, Namish passing. Yeah. The pass. Yes. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Amish, yeah. And I'm from Pennsylvania. You're from Wisconsin. So Minnesota, you, which is close to Wisconsin. Yes. Next so did you get it. into the whole Wisconsin, Minnesota, yeah. Native American scene? Oh, oh, definitely. Yeah. Oh, oh, definitely. I was definitely into trying to start fire with sticks up until at least seventh grade. Cool. You know, and I, that started like that's a lot like making TV. It is because yeah. uh, it takes a lot of work and you get no results. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, when I'm working at Kroll Show, you know, yeah. coming up with scenes, uh, yeah. you know, sometimes I'm like, hey, what's going on? Or You're like, well, hey, guys, are we doing this or we just do we just backpedal into the future? Yeah. Know. You know, yeah. when I'm uh, acting in films, for mm -hmm. example, sometimes I'm just like. What is this? Is this what's what are we? This is made of carbon. Right. The camera's made of carbon. Mm -hmm. Guess what else is made of carbon? The bones that fucking little dickhead cavemen used to kill their yeah. ancestors uh, with. They had very small penises. Those cavemen. That's like yeah. Back to I guess we're back to archaeology here, isn't it? So I get you would say it is sort of your Yosemite, thing. Yosemite. I went Yosemite. there with my fine fine lady, Ky Kylie Senior, and uh, <laughs> my kid. And yeah, so so back to uh, Kylie, too young and. Dumb. Yeah. But aside from being young, dumb is kind of dumb. Okay. Um, I'm glad you're saying that at me. Kevers, Kev, Kevin. Kevers. Kevers was having a good time. He you was? know, we went cross country skiing and he loved that, even though I hated it. I hate cross country skiing. Yeah. It's the worst. It's like, hey, uh, how about we go running? Yeah, all of a sudden you're doing Nordic track. You're, yeah. You're, you know, if it were 30% more fun to cross-country ski, I would cross-country ski, ski constantly. Yeah, it's like a, what is, a, what is this, like a, a sweat competition? Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. ridiculous. I don't get it. I'm out with my girl trying to impress her. We're getting casual now. We just got casual. Yeah, I can't do the mic stand, you know, uh, well, listeners, what just happened is uh, John and I have both taken our, I follow John's lead, we've both taken our mics out of the mic stand. We're now leaning back in the chairs and really just like, it's, yeah. it's an easygoing evening here. So... Just check out how this affects the conversation yeah, because I'm in a pretty relaxed mode and I think Johnny is oh, yeah. in an even more relaxed mode. Now you, Johnny, you, uh, you prefer, <laughs> this is weird. You put cream cheese on your donuts. Am I right? You got it. Yeah. Yeah. So do you put them on your bagels too is my only question. Uh, 
no. <laughs> no? I don't. It's a weird thing. I, I, it's a funny story. Funny story. Okay. So my uncle, Jed, he was in Vietnam. Yeah. Uh, he died uh, about a couple years ago. But when he was over there, he picked up a little tradition called doing that. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a name for it, but I saw him doing it, and you know, it just stuck. Simple as that. Well, did you ever ask him what do you call that? No, because break he, with tradition. He didn't really have. He didn't have a mouth. Uh, kind of. No? Yep. His head. He didn't. His he had like a f- part of that cream cheese thing was he put it on there to blend it easier when he would blend it so he could put it in his feeding tube. So, wow. Yep. So when he would play guitar, he would never sing backup. No, he was a rhythm guitarist. Yeah. Surely rhythm. Yeah. And so... Rhythm is a dancer. So when did your family band that you grew up with put out their first record? Um, well, I'm trying to think here. It's it's We've been doing it for so long. You know, it's one of those things where... Was it the Pemberton family? Yeah. Or? It was well, it was Jason and the Pembertones is what mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it was one of those things <sighs> where we just Water. didn't... Yeah, like when, did some, when does something start to when does it begin? And yeah. when does it end? Like when does... Uh, when you've got... You know, when is this, uh, you know, there's a time for the sunrise, but yeah. really it's like, it doesn't just happen. It's Same like, thing I was wondering yeah. in Yosemite. I was like, when is this, you know, the sunrise made me think about it every right. day. There's going to be an end of this vacation. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, what I learned is El Capitan, and this is oh, true, El Capitan. The captain, the captain. Uh, Spanish for the captain, yes. uh, which is one of the big, gigantic rock formations it's of Yosemite. Big it's bigger big than buddy. I can even uh, describe. Uh-huh. So big. Uh, yeah, bigger than any building you've ever seen. That's very, what they call very, it, very the big. captain. Yeah. Right. The captain, and then there's Half Dome, which is even bigger than the captain, half and dome. is shaped like a half dome, which mm-hmm. is very, very impressive. Yeah. Now, what I learned, and this is true about those, is that they were trying to measure uh, the exact size of the rock that is El Capitan. It's one monolith. Mm. Um, uh, and they were trying to prove that it is the biggest monolith in the world. So the largest single rock. The largest single rock, unbroken rock in oh, the world. No. And what they discovered was that upon upon looking at it, that Half Dome, which is two miles away, right. is part of the same monolith that is El Capitan. Holy so shit. those gigantic, enormous mountains unto themselves have weather patterns all to themselves. So, so, so huge are both connected and are one rock. So the whole Yosemite Valley is one stone that has been carved through by one by a Good glacier job. that lasted for more history than than people. Basically, the written language written language had. So would you say it's, <laughs> it's sort of like the towing hitch of earth yeah 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 it is it's a very solid place yeah, you that you a, could put a towing hitch like, if yeah. we were <laughs> let's say if like let's just say if god had his druthers and he's like yeah. i gotta get this planet out of here all these countries are vying for it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. they're yeah. like okay we all agree let's get it out of here we made all the things we can do let's get yeah. it out and they just and fuck just, these people they were yeah. an accident anyways and yeah we can weather like a, a quick trip yeah. W.C. Tari. Uh, I made those people, but all I ended up liking was dogs. <laughs> I was actually just thinking about that before you got here, just about uh, how dogs are great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dogs are great. Yeah. Uh, they can sure eat stuff fast. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. can eat a donut. I ate a donut early. There's, we have donuts here. If you're interested, there's a glaze and there's a jelly-filled oh. donut. All right. <laughs> I, I All right. I ate one. I ate one glaze. Let me see here. I ate it so fast, and I was thinking like... You already ate a glaze? I'm going to yeah, take a bite of this glaze really right now. Good. Here's a glaze bite. It's very good. Mm. 
Mm-mm-mm. It's a classic. God damn, that's a good donut. It's a classic, and yeah, I might, I might take a bite here. Donuts too. remind me of church when I used to go to Catholic church. Are you Catholic? Mm-hmm. I grew you... up Catholic as well. Oh yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I did. Were you I... Irish? Well, no, I'm not Irish. I um. I'm not that you have to be. Nothing. You're Irish because that's your name. Uh huh. Irish name. Daly, John Daly. So, yeah. It's Catholic. Americanized Irish, yeah. Is it? What was it's it Irish in? too, but. It was changed to Ellis Island. It was Odalach. Really? Yeah. O D A L A G H. How do you know this? Grandma? Um my lineage goes back on the Irish side till um, you know, to Ireland. To we Ireland. have the we have like the ancestors and you know, photographs from we have photos from like the seventeen fifties, we have photographs you know, from the the fourteen eighties. No? No photographs then, I know. Yeah. Busted. But the Irish imagination is unrivaled in the world, so mm-hmm. you could say yes. Uh-huh. You could say I had a monk, write it down, draw like a flower around it, illustrated something, Dublin. Oh, man. You know what I mean? The Book of Kells. Here's what <laughs> these donuts are <laughs> making happen. No <laughs> <Mel> mess. Because <laughs> I'm licking this sugar off my fingers. He's mm. licking the sugar. A lot of sugar, 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 sugar. Do you wish we were tripping balls right now? Or um, slightly tripping? No. No. <laughs> no, no. Do you use drugs anymore? Recreationally? I do. I do. Yeah. Yeah, me too, but it's been a little I while. I smoke pot. Yeah. I stopped drinking alcohol. Cal- you stopped? When did you stop? About two years ago. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, was it motivated by anything? Um, it was motivated by... Me wanting to take a month off of drinking. Right. Took a month off of drinking. I just kind of felt so good that I stopped drinking. Okay. Yeah. I am currently not drinking. And I was also, you know, there's residual like, oh, there's totally alcoholism in my family. Oh, yeah. I am probably an alcoholic. You know, I was probably like, you know, it's not like making me like wake up with my head in a toilet like half dead. But But I'm definitely like, you know, I like liquor so it was partly that but it was it really was just like oh my god i got kind of addicted i lost immediately lost like 30 pounds oh yeah it's the, you, lose, you lose weight immediately yeah you stop drinking. It's, weird. it's effortless yeah. and then you kind of just like once you get used to it you're like going to parties is better in la really? too you just have to you know what's your uh what's you start your to see people be drunk and like before you before you were just like oh, i'm drunk too everyone's like this and now you're kind of like whoa man people are drunk people get drunk they're it's interesting. Uh, they're dumb uh people get well yeah they, they get like they get a, sometimes they get dumb sometimes they get stupid or they get a uh, foolish or yeah they fool around trying with, with the they ding dong around say. uh they get iry they get iry yeah well that or, just means that just means chill and cool i think irie. yeah i think you do not get iry it's the opposite of iry because you get but you drunk, get iry from get, uh, weed yeah you do weed is iry closer to god yeah, Ja Rastafari. Ja Rastafari. Me Long. got Irie. This not my job, man. Chapa, Chapatula. Chapatula. Wait, so you stop. I'm so on this drinking thing. Because you stop drinking. Because I haven't drank at all this week. I keep eyeing beer. Don't ever drink again. It's great. I could do it. I could do it. No, but I've taken also. I took twice this year. Right. A non drinking I took. I took. Molly? Oh, yeah. A pure uh, yeah. methodi... Oh, MDMA, whatever it stands for. Um, methodi... It's I fantastic. I, sh- I shouldn't talk about drugs, but I did you do can. that. It's I don't fine. care. I don't care. This is feral audio. <laughs> I know. It's feral audio, but I mean, you know, so what? Uh, Thousands of people listen to it. Yeah, but I don't My podcast... Think... Nobody listens to my podcast. They don't? No. I listen to it. 
You do? I've raffled. You've raffled? Good. Yeah. Thank you very much. I enjoy it. You have to do it. Okay. You I'll have do to it. do it. Building I'll do the track. It. You will make a song together. Oh, God. You're yeah. a musician, right? You yeah. do music. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Right? Would you want to do that? Yeah, I think a track is the best way to go at it. Um, Let's build the track. Build yeah. the track in 20 minutes. That's my podcast. 20 minutes. That's that's definitely doable. Yeah. I've got a lot of uh, little ideas that are plugged in, ready to go. You know, stuff that's like well, plug and play. I'll interview you. We'll decide what, we, uh, for like 10 minutes, we decide right. what track to make, and then we pr start a clock 20 minutes. We're in a studio yeah. with uh, a guitar player and a bass player oh, and a so keyboardist. Oh, so we basically have... You basically Cyrus. Have, yeah, you're full, you're full array. Ready it's all Cyrus. Yeah. yeah, Cyrus does Cyrus it. is a very talented guy. Cyrus is a genius. He is. And he's an a engineering octopus. Yep. And, and he has hair like an octopus. He has hair like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's like an octopus. Yeah. He's generally an octopus. Octopus are... Octopus he doesn't have the... Smart. You know, octopuses, octopi Oct are very smart, and they yeah. can also get through a hole that is the size of their beak. Their beaks uh, are very small compared to their bodies. They can put all of their liquid fluid jello-like body through Triz, a tiny hole. YouTube, I'm going to direct you to there. Listeners, I'm yeah, yeah. Listeners, we're going to direct you to a YouTube video here. We're going to stop down real quick. If, yeah. uh, hold, uh, John, so John, John, I'm not John, blowing. I know. I realize John, I'm not blowing. Okay. John, 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 hold on. Yeah. I'm going to stop it down. <laughs> I don't want to blow John. anyone's mind here. John. But yeah. Yeah. Okay. We'll scroll down. Is and, that already? And, no. It really, okay. Hey, if you believe Wait, okay. that, I've got a oh, keyboard how, cat I can sell you. How was that video? Wasn't that a great video? We Wasn't just, that cool? God, it was cool. Let's just describe YouTube videos, okay. right? Okay. What did I see? Um, I'm a big fan of the ones, the cell phone videos that are uploaded from like conflict regions in North Africa that have like just a bunch of squares. That yeah. Are, like people going, Oh, yeah. I've never, I've never yeah. seen those. Oh, they're great, man. There was a Brazilian they're prank great. show I just saw, a Brazilian prank show that right. had... They would a person would get into an elevator, and the elevator would stop, mm -hmm. and the lights would go out, and a little girl with makeup on, like super detailed makeup, like a ghost, like a dead little girl with a teddy bear and a nightie, like and like movie. messed up, like a Japanese like dead girl. Exactly, exactly. Like Ringo. Yeah, like Ringo. <laughs> so Ringo? this girl would crawl out. It, the lights would go out, and a noise would happen, like, and then. And then it was like a mechanical noise, though. And like this girl would would come out and then the lights would go boom, boom, and flicker back on. The person would see the girl and fucking. Oh, my God. The re I couldn't believe somebody didn't have a heart attack. Like, well, it was amazing. Does the girl. How long did it take her for her to get killed by being stomped in the face or something? No, she didn't get her. Everybody was so scared of her that they just thought she was an apparition. Fuck. Like, imagine that happening. You're in yeah. an elevator and then there's just a ghost behind you Jesus and you Christ. don't know what to do. And then the girl screams and then the lights go out and she disappears. She goes through the back panel again. God. And if that person, I think if that person like really attacked her, she's close enough to the panel to disappear. Right. So. But you never know if like, some person has like their boots on they just... Like the, the, the I thought about that. Split, yeah. Like, yeah. You just like. Yeah. People go aggro and kill yeah. people. Uh, and that would be killing a little yeah. girl. That would be, would be bad. really fucked and up. And would make that YouTube video probably like not as funny. Yeah. It wouldn't be like, so funny. But the, you know, seeing it. it wasn't funny, though. It was like people. It was amazing <laughs> to see how much people believe. That was yeah. the thing. It was like, holy shit. I can't believe you just think that there's. Wow. It's crazy. You just did it. You know, we should do a uh, prank show, but, uh, you know, we can pitch it. We shouldn't pitch it on the air because then someone will steal it. So let's right. make a plan right now okay. on the podcast to 
Pit to get together and figure out a prank show. Me and you, we'll do John it. and Johnny. We can't talk John about it right now. We'll have a lot of sweet treats. Sweet treats. Sweet treats. Uh, candied meats. Yeah, a lot mm. of rock people. Dave Navarro's of the world. Oh, Dave Navarro. He could bring skeletons. Yeah. Yeah, he's got tattoo the, designs. Yeah, tattoo designs, skeletons. Maybe you could get like one of Carmen Electra's like used tits. Yeah. One oh my her, god. One of her spent ones. Oh yeah, one she's got Tupperware tits, right? She's, they're they're ready they just to go. snap off. They're and, plug and plug and play. Yeah, plug <laughs> and play tatters. You know Carmen Electra, a uh, prince. Sweetheart. Prince Sweetheart, named Carmen Electra. He did. Prince gave Carmen Electra her name. That's actually true. Oh, Prince I wonder what her name was her. before that. Was it like? It was like uh, Bitchenstein like Franken bitch. Sassy Ding Dong. Yeah, I think it was uh, a little little runabout. It was Cuntaroma <laughs> Dickhead. Cuntaroma. Cuntarini. Cuntaroma. Cuntarini Doc Taro. Cuntaroma. Kazarinsky. Cuntaroma <laughs> Kazarinsky. You could get away with calling something Cuntaroma because it almost sounds Italian. Like Cuntaroma. Hey, Johnny Cuntaroma. Hey, how you doing? Johnny Cuntaroma. I was at Ikea today and there is a um, there's a knife that is called the Slit Bar. It's really like Slit Bar? S-L-I-T-B-A-R. Slit Bar. Wow, that's it's, cool. It's a big sign. It says Slit Bar. It sounds like a, a bar with a bunch of girls on yeah, in heels on top of the bar with their pussies the like pussies open flayed out and like, like just like have a drink swiping credit cards out of their credit just gym jams. Yeah, you know, it's pretty gross. You know, we don't need to. You know, it's 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 it's. I'm not. Uh, not you know, let's guy. not get. Sad. I'm not that guy. You're not that guy. But I love but women. You're, da- you're dating. I'm dating. I'm married. I'm married. I'm dating. We met at an in an. East German. This is during the occupation. This is during. Uh, oh man, this love, is '88, right I at the end. I love that uh, play. It's the sassy people in the nightclub. Oh yeah, uh, love cabaret. It. Love it. Love yeah, it, love cabaret. It. Uh, that's a great play that was written by Mark Twain. Actually, Mark Twain wrote the oh. first version of Cabaret. I didn't know that. There's so many things that Mark Twain has done. It's so um, easy to ascribe things to him. Yeah, you know? I mean, we could talk about Mark Twain all day. Well, you're a, you're an actual Twain fan i think we both are right i'm a twainer i'm a twainer um is there a name for a twain i'm a twainer night did he have a podcast did mark twain have a podcast basically did have the first podcast about writing all those fucking autobiographical autobiographical travel books he's like the original anthony bourdain should we send a simul tweet right now did mark twain have a podcast here we go we'll send a simul tweet and then i think it's going to be it's going to be official because we really should right now send a simul tweet and just <laughs> really. And then hold on, let's let's write a simul tweet and let's do. Did Mark Twain have a podcast? Mm-hmm. Hashtag Johnny Pemberton's podcast. <laughs> okay. Did uh, what's the podcast called? Twisting the wind. Yes. Yeah, hashtag twisting the wind. Did Mark Twain have a, a podcast? Podcast. Podcast. Question mark, hashtag twisting. Question mark, hashtag twisting. In. Just twisting, not twisting in, actually. Oh, twisting the yeah, wind. Yeah, because it's a little bit different idea. In my mind, it is. Are I you equate, pronounce, are you putting a capital T on the wind? I like to do, my personal favorite is to have everything capitalized but the word the. Because that sort of. Yep. I like that visual of it, but you know, so everything's maybe. capitalized. But the word the yeah. this is a great simul tweet. Did Mark Twain have a podcast? <laughs> Hashtag twisting the wind. Yeah. Everyone. Okay. Well, one. Okay, ready? Well, hold on. Okay. Okay. Tell me when you're ready. And one, three, two, two one. one. Simul tweet. Did it. 
Simul tweet. Simul tweet. on the Simul tweet show oh, here on. Oh yeah, it's just the, the Simul tweet. The sex factor with Caroline Osterwalk. Sex factor is go. Slip bar, slip bar, slip bar. You're in the cunt zone. You're in the cunt zone. Let's get it together. I was gonna, I was gonna ask you something legitimate and interesting. And sort of uh, yeah. prescient and yeah. all those great words. God, I think it was about something yeah, you yeah, said. Yeah, yeah. It was maybe, oh, yeah. I think it was something I read on Twitter that, I, that you had said about uh-huh. college. And I was like, that's something that I agree with. College. How, how being a grift. Oh, how college is a grift? <laughs> it's a grift for a, a grift for a... It's a grift. It's a debt slavery factory. Sla- yeah, it's yeah. a debt slavery factory. It's exactly. all a grift. Yeah. Uh, just start... Well, that was that was specifically, by the way, a comedian. So right. I was like, for comedians, if you really... It was like if somebody's very depressed at college. It was just like, if you really want to do comedy... Don't go to college. Get out of college because your college is going to make you, you a debt slave and make it very difficult to be a comedian. Did you go to college? I did. I went to North Carolina School of the did Arts. Did you finish? No, I was okay. uh, thrown out. I, you got thrown out? <laughs> I did. Well, I was oh, kicked out. No, 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 no. I was. It's very. It's not even a fun story. Oh, it no. wasn't like you like. You, no, they kicked me out because the they thought I sucked. Car and put it on purple. I wish. College. I wish I filled his oh. his his uh, his semen? shoes with semen. Yeah, yes. goat semen. So you just got kicked out for something got kicked out. Kind of a name. Yeah, and then I went to New York. Right. And then. I uh, started doing plays and shit, and then right. I started doing improv so at UCB, you, and that was it. Were you I acting kept in, doing it. In, co- in that art school thing? What were you doing in the arts? Were you painting? Acting. I know I was an actor. I was acting. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you're an actor. I'm an actor. You're a yeah. real actor. Yeah, I came to New York like, I'm going to be a Shakespearean actor, and Damn. I did. I did it. You did I, it? And then, but I did the worst things ever. I did a horrible, horrible play. I mean, this is very bad. The only Shakespeare I did was uh, Henry IV. Okay. And I played. That's pretty daunting. Yeah, it's I one of the histories, right? Prince. Um, it's one of the histories, yeah, yeah, but it's a comedy history. It's a funny oh, it is okay. play. It's Falstaff. I, yeah. I don't know it. So. Falstaff. And, mm. uh-huh. um, what was the worst play you ever did, though? Uh, the worst play was, uh, well, the worst play was a children's play that I was <laughs> in where I played a character called Hiccup, which is a whimsical uh, a whimsical <laughs> creature that lives in the land of time and clocks. Oh. Um, so that was embarrassing. That was horrible. And then... Uh, uh, that was at a theater called 13th Street Theater right. uh, in New York City, which was on 13th Street and 6th Avenue, and maybe it's still there. It smelled like uh, cat urine. Oh, it did. Okay. That's theater. a nice smell. Uh, and then, uh, <laughs> that's terribly mean. I'm sorry. It's a, probably what? a lovely place now. Um but uh, then, I did, then I did. Then I did a very. I, there was a play where this guy want did the Cafe des Artistes. It was like mm. it was like afternoon at the Cafe des Artistes, and it yeah. was like uh, you know La Belle Époque uh, painters uh, <laughs> all gathered in the uh, you know all gathered in a in a what's it called in a salon you know oh, yeah. kind of uh, a chance to discuss ideas Toulouse Lautrec yeah. and uh, Surratt and so I played Surratt's gay lover and Surratt who was Lautrec? Uh, Lautrec was an old man Lautrec was he really short? no he had a okay. limp though or whatever yeah. well Lautrec had uh, wait who had, had the limp? I forget so they did it was missing it was the worst thing ever and Van Gogh was there by the way yeah. Apparently would never. I guess Ned would never actually be there. But the, this right. guy just wanted to really encapsulate. Like, and the, the, I remember the big thing was like he had to deal with PBS. He's like, we got to deal with PBS, and we he put on this play. It was garb. It was the most pretentious thing I've ever done in my life. Jeez, it sounds like uh, 
There's this one episode of The Simpsons I always remember. I'm not like a big fan of the show, but I remember this one specific episode where Bart gets sick and he starts to go crazy in his room because he's got he broke his leg or something, so he can't. He's like stuck in his room, and his his like psychosis is. Uh, works itself out through this horrible like British play where it's like hey it's all this it's like Downton Abbey or something but really stuffy and unfunny but yeah that's like his he's like going it's like being in a like a crazy place yeah you think about all these weird historical mashups it's like yeah it's 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 totally neurotic yeah 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 you know that's why I'm anti-steampunk Oh, you are? Okay. I am anti-steam. Except for, of course, Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West yeah. is my favorite movie. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be the exception, Joey. Which brings <laughs> us back around to Shakespearean actor Kenneth Branagh, yeah. who appeared in Wild Wild West. Yeah. And you, yourself, Shakespearean actor. So. Yeah. So that's a big Man, time that's, connection. That's funny. Wow. We Kenneth Branagh also did uh, the most crazy, ridiculous thing I've ever seen, which is the Olympics. Uh, Oh, Remember the crazy. Olympics opening with in England where they yeah. did like agrarian civilization turning that was into one of the most industrial lofty, horrible things I've seen <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> that was amazing. It was like sort of like I loved it in oh, a way. I felt like it was it amazing. Was retarded. <laughs> it was the most ridiculous, absurd, yeah. expensive thing I've ever seen. It was yeah. like watching someone elegantly burn the largest pile of money ever yeah. to be collected. Well, that China's the four years before or whatever. Yeah. China's was so elaborate. That. And like by comparison, the English one was very, uh, you know, kind of humble, but it was still total. I mean, you're not going to be humble about the like, (laughs) but just like all the people in stovepipe hats walking across the real grass they had put out, just like (laughs) we are making things that smoke and fire. (laughs) It's so bad. I I barely reminded me of Spider-Man the Musical, which I went to see. I did not see that. Very bad. Yeah, that was truly terrible. It was like sort of the thing. And the best was the way they were celebrating the Industrial Revolution. They, but they, they left out all like the, oh, this is sort of the downfall, actually. It's not the upswing. Yeah, yeah. Well, we created our own problem. Yeah, they didn't go into yeah. the whole uh, global death. Right. Oh, they yeah. didn't like make us feel like we're just on the Titanic <laughs> spinning around the universe. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, because you know, oh, maybe it's because the Olympics are a giant private organization run by a select few rich white people in Europe. Mitt Romney. Uh-huh. Yes. He doesn't uh, run it. Oh, is that true? Well, the, the International Olympic Committee is pretty, pretty notoriously corrupt and full of shit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They're just a bunch of. They like. Go out and thrill kill kids. And <laughs> yeah, they yeah. kill them. They get them hooked on Snickers, and then they bring them in. Oh, you know about the whole all that shit where they have with the whole the whole branding thing there, where they have these people going around. They're the brand police, and if you were wearing a logo that wasn't approved, wasn't approved sponsor of the Olympics, you had to like take it off yes. and be escorted out. That's crazy. Like what? I'm just a, just a polo shirt, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, mark it out with this marker, or we're gonna cut your fucking dick off. Yeah, that's like Tiger Woods at his parties. Oh, you know, God. he's like wear <laughs> Nike or. Tiger, hey, Nike or Tiger, yo. Have you been to Tiger Woods party? How was that? Um, How was that? It's just him just telling girls to blow really? you too after okay. they blow him, and I'm just like, I don't want you to blow me. I don't so, want what Tiger has. Is he like a forceful guy, or is he just kind of he's like chill? Um, he's a he's a dork, man. He's just really? a, he's Tiger being Tiger. You know, he's a real nerd. You know, he reminds me of uh, he's a lot like uh, Zoe uh, Deschanel. Zoe D. <laughs> no, Zd Eschel. No, no, no. He's nothing like that. I just I I don't know why I said that, but uh, 
He she's is on your brain. Uh, I guess he's a sex addict. Is yeah, that what he is? I guess he's so. kind of a sex addict. Yeah. He's uh because he grew up in his childhood was basically he was trying to like uh, he was Get in his backyard swinging golf balls and his dad was like blowing an air horn in his ears going like fuck you you're nothing so you that's what better. makes a person who's a horrible sex addict addicted to prostitutes so yeah. congratulations pop r.i.p good job earl r.i.p you're he dead passed, by he? the way r.i.p when did he pass he waited for his dad to pass to uh to do the start full, the crazy do shit the full sex zones but then he really uh he really took it too far because he's not maybe uh i hope he doesn't fall off you know like uh, yeah me too we're I hope quick, he does good. We're gonna get a quick break. Hey! It sounds like you're having a really great time listening to Twisting the Wind. Oh, yeah, I freaking love it. <laughs> well, in that case, we'd love it if you would donate some of your treasure to us. Okay. No blood, just treasure, okay? Like, like some money. Yeah! That would be just great. That's gonna allow us to keep making this show. Oh, yeah, I got when that. When I say us, I mean me and us and all of us together here, okay? Okay, 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 okay. <sighs> All right, we're back in town here. Took a nice little trip to the Adirondacks. Yeah. Uh, Shoe stores, women. Uh, we were just talking a little bit about pooping. Yeah, poop. And uh, John was saying how he shits in his car. <laughs> um, I have shit in my car um, once. I've shit also on a ski slope. Uh, this is this is not while shitting, skiing? obviously. This is farting and squeezing. <laughs> and I, you know what? I have, when we were talking about stopping drinking, right. one thing that did happen was my poops got more healthy and solid and uh, less viscous and watery. But oh, I'm so during jealous. the times, like when you, you know, when you... Uh, Oh, when you uh, poop in your car, you know, it's just you think you're going to fart and <laughs> you poop and the poop comes out and it's a little lick. It's always liquid. It's pure liquid poop. Gritty liquid. It's gr grimy liquid. It's grick liquid. It's a uh, it's a uh, oily, grimy liquid. And yeah, it's uh, like a uh, slag. Yeah, it's a lot like the, uh, the, the uh, brown glaze byproduct of industrial <laughs> fracking. Yeah, it's, it's, frack, it's frack off. You can light that water on fire. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, a. Yeah. But, uh, you know, pooping is underrated and overrated at the same time because you need to do it. So it's but underrated. It You'll die if you don't do it. it but will. it's overrated. I mean, a really good <laughs> shit is pretty good, but it's not that great. I used to have it be obsessed with this, I, this word. Uh, I don't know why, but the, <laughs> this is just a phrase I always thought sounded really nice is a tantamount to dump. Tantamount to dump. I don't know. It doesn't really mean anything, but it, doesn't, it has a nice sound. Let me you ask know? you something. Have yeah. you ever gone into a bathroom completely naked and looked in the mirror and gone, tantamount to dump? Uh, no, but I, I, think I, have a, I think I have my marching orders. I think, it, I think right after this podcast is over, that's your first fucking thing. Tantamount to dump. Yeah, you don't have to say it in any dramatic way. You tantamount just, to dump. Just tear, toss it off. It's very casual. Um, what, yeah. uh, uh, yeah. uh, you know, the soda revolution is here too. So stopping drinking, you know, the soda revolution oh, is yeah. really here. I'm a big fan of the Bruce cost ginger ales. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh. Are those the ones with the different shades of ginger ale? Pomegranate basically? Like, hibiscus. Oh, you, amazing. Step that, those down. Those things are amazing. Almighty yeah. Jesus crisp. Yeah. And the yeah. new, like every, 
200,000, those tiny bottles of ginger beer, the clear mm. ginger beer, mm. that is like the art, artisan ginger, oh my God. Artisan, we're and just artisan ginger drinks times. And put more ginger in it, make it burn my mouth. I love yeah. artisan sodas. Give me some artisan soda. It's a soda revolution, the train is a-leaving, everyone's invited, so get on that train. Get the sugar. Ow. Oh, you just, you literally just hit the corner. You found <laughs> the corner of that hard thing, oh, man. and you hit your head on it. Are you bleeding? Oh my God, no, I'm not Are bleeding, but that there? hurts you so fucking bad. <laughs> Oh, I really I kept in a kept in a scream there. You did. Yeah. Oh wow. Like oh well, I can either. You just did it, Joe. You know. Oh man. Sometimes getting hurt makes you laugh, and sometimes it makes you it cry. It does. Sometimes yeah. I find I, f I find a genuine euphoria from getting hurt or cut. Yeah. When I go uh, surfing or bodyboarding, uh, I've try try to surf okay. unsuccessfully, and I bodyboard insanely well, bro. Wow. <laughs> shocking, no, shocking, which means shocking. all you have to do is just be on your lay on your stomach, and yeah. it, it kind of happens for you. Right. But surfing is very difficult, and but after after you go surfing, it is the kind of pain where you're just like, oh my god, I feel healed and flushed out. Yeah, my sinus, you, your sinuses are clear. You know, really? it's great. Yeah, because you're. It's because you took a tumble. But or? it's partly it's partly. Yeah, oh, you, you take, take like 75 in a row, yeah. and you get manhandled by a wave that douched. has no mercy. Yeah, you get douched into the sand douche. Shushed. So uh, that's cool. Mm. That's cool. Though. Man, yeah, I don't have the, I don't, I it can't really hurts. Do a... I think if you're better at surfing than I am, it hurts less, and you use Probably. less muscles. But I feel like at this point, I'm like, when a wave comes, I'm like, basically my body is like, you're going to die. And I'm like, I'm going to die. Well, you feel that bodyboarding <laughs> like, at all? No, because bodyboarding is very it's your bodyboarding doesn't is not nearly as fast. Like mm -hmm. surfing, you're immediately going like you right. know it, what feels like you know twenty miles an hour or something like that. And bodyboarding, you're immersed in the wave and you go up on the wave and then you control oh. very easily how far you fast you fall down the wave and you can carve out a little thing. And it's very very easy once you do it a couple times. Surfing, mm -hmm. you have to stand on a thing and yeah. know where to stand on this. 10 foot long thing if you know right. longboard if you're surfing longboards it, i gleamed the cube bro i'm basically the stacy peralta of comedy so let's talk about it oh it's a guy who was a uh you know famous skateboarder in the days of like barefoot 70s the, jive ass kind of like dog town exactly he made the documentary no. too so oh, now did? he's okay. a, now he's a filmmaker he makes movies about skateboarding are you a documentary guy I love documentaries. I just saw watcher? the sushi documentary. Really? Uh, Euro Dream, Jiro Dreams of Sushi. It's on amazing. On, it's in there. Just saw Queen of Versailles, the wonderful, oh weird. Oh my god, that was fucking ridiculously I loved amazing. It. Yeah, that was great. I was, I was blown away by how much I liked that. Yeah, and I spent an afternoon just recently on HBO. They mm. replayed the entire West Memphis Three saga. Oh my god! Uh, in order, and I watched every minute of it. Yeah, that is yeah. Uh, that is an exercise in becoming enraged. It really is so yeah. fucked up. Man. It's also I I do think that. Um, Mark Byers is my favorite character in cinema history. Yeah, he's amazing. Mark, Damien Eccles, yeah. Jason Baldwin, and Jesse McCoy. We'll Mascoli. send you back. They kill yeah. my boys. Oh, man, he's so, Mark oh, man. Byers. That moment when he doesn't think he's on camera and he's, how do I look, or whatever. Like, yeah. he's just, but did he do it? I think he didn't do it. I think, I think that, he I don't do think it. he did it. Um, I don't think he did it. No, but I think he. Who did it? I, you know, I think did the it. Other dude. I think some fucking asshole and who's gone long, long gone. Yeah, it's yeah. Some, some, some trucker, some trucker did it. Damien Eccles follows me on Twitter, no and way. I was live no tweeting all these things. Right. Like, man, 
too bad Metallica got into the West Memphis Three after their good records and there's some kind of dickhead things about it. And he was faving them, and I was like, oh, Damien Nichols. And then I looked at it, and I was like, oh, oh it's, it's fucking Damien verified Damien Nichols. And I was like, what's up, man? Glad Holy you're free. <laughs> but it's so it's so fucking yeah. uh, crazy because the girl who helps him, uh, this guy who got wrongly imprisoned. Uh, is um uh, becomes his his girlfriend, so they're getting married. Right, uh, yep. that's, it's the woman, yeah, from the very first documentary. The, she, yeah, she's, she's on the she super the cute. One. Yeah. So now he's just like she cute wife, and he's a cool guy, smart guy. Yeah, I hope it's he's not. It's so a, funny how much different he is than J- Jesse Miss Kelly. Well, I think those guys are they're very different people. Cray cray. I mean, they're a little bit like. Yeah. Well, Jesse's of he's the guy that would have intelligence. He would have left town and become an artist or something like that. I feel like. And you talking about Damien? Damien. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. The other guys are like fucking they're, racist towns. They're, yeah, they're towns. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sorry guys. Sorry guys. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to. I oh, uh, hope you don't listen to this. Um, yeah. I, but congratulations, you're free. You're free on stipulation that you did it. Let's do a video. What if we did a funnier die video of the West Memphis Three? Oh, what would we do? What we do? Neil Young, Eddie Vedder, West Memphis Three, Metallica, but it's or just Lars, man. Keep but on it's a f- in, in the free. world. <laughs> What's up, Dame? Keep on rocking in the free world. This is what you can do when you're not in jail. This is a video for people who are in jail. Oh. Keep on rocking. God, that's amazing. We, you know, we got to do it. I think we should. They would do it. They don't live here, though, do they? Yeah, I'm not going to reach out to those guys. They might have killed somebody. I don't know. <laughs> At least they're... I wasn't convinced. No, I'm just kidding. It's, I'm feeling if I looked sure in Jesse's eyes, I would like someone... Like, I hear like a sucking sound. Like, oh, I took your soul. Whoops. Oops, I took uh, your soul. Oops, I took it away from you. Oh, man. I took it away from you. What now, Pitt? Uh, man, I, that fucking Pittsburgh accent, John. Jesus what's up, Bray? How's it going? Let's get down to see a stellar game. <laughs> Stuller, Stuller, ah, Stuller gang, get some Scrapple. Scrapple. Gonna have, gonna have a little Scrapple. <laughs> I love there. Scrapple, man. You really? It's, yeah, it's amazing, of course. Yeah, it's, like, it's the it's best like, shit uh, ever. Okay, it's like, what it's, I know uh, it to be is it's the parts of the pig that are discarded are boiled, allowed to cool and congeal, and the top is scraped off, and then it is sliced and fried, right? It's head cheese? Isn't it head cheese? Um... Is that what Scrapple is? I because it, I understand gross. it, I think it as is. pork sausage um, oh. ground um, and scattered mm. onto cornmeal um, okay. and fried into a part hush puppy, part meat, part oh. onion. Uh, well, that amazing sounds good. thing. That sounds very yeah. good. When I was told Scrapple, Scrapple is... I think that you're right. I think that you're yeah. right. And when I was... I played lacrosse. Okay. I was a big lacrosse jock. And right. uh, I uh, went to... We went to North Carolina for this training camp every... You know, at my mm-hmm. school every uh, spring break. So we would go down there and play these North Carolina teams. And I made the varsity team freshman year because I'm an amazing athlete. You're and, badass. Um, and uh, I... My... Freshman initiation, among other things, was to get basically scrap what is now, I think, some version. Not what you're. It's more what you, it was. Pig meat parts, right? Discarded pig meat parts yeah. in vinegar jello. Ooh. Oh my god, so vinegar like gelatin. So like, imagine the worst thing that you can possibly yeah. imagine. Like vinegar jello and just cold meat. And so I had to put uh, 
soak that in whipped cream and, and cherries and eat it. And it made me vomit almost immediately. And, and that was the competition. I had to put my hands behind my back with another freshman and uh, we had to eat it. And, and I, we both vomited like almost immediately. You hazed. And then I was like, I'm hazed. And then they were what like, your, uh, you're hazed. That's disgusting. Jesus Christ. I never got hazed ever in anything. What did your lacrosse bros <laughs> think about when you went to art school? I didn't have any lacrosse bros. Um, I did. Bros, you know, right? I liked I liked guys from the team. Yeah. Mike Castillo, uh, Winston yeah, Catone. I liked Winston. Winston. I liked some of the... I liked uh, a guy named Ken. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Ken, I liked Matt. 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 Uh, Gotta love Matt. Two um, T's. Ready to go. Uh, Eric Barua. I liked uh, that guy. Uh, right. Gordon Fu. He was great. <laughs> Gordon Fu was an attackman. He was very good. Attackman. Uh, I was I a long so stick. I never. This. I wasn't good. I never. Pl- I never. I played hockey. I was good. At, pretty oh, so good. You at played hockey. varsity. That's good. I was varsity, but that was just because I could never figure out lacrosse. You know, I could never figure out the positioning of it all, <laughs> and I never bothered. And then I started what? doing acting and stuff, and so oh, okay. I still played for one year while I was still acting. But then after a while. I kept only playing hockey because I loved hockey, but I ice really hockey. knew that I wanted to just go into art school. So you played ice act. hockey? I played ice hockey, varsity, and all four years of high school and when I was a kid, too. Okay. Yeah, the ice hockey, I'm more familiar uh, with that. I had very much fun thing. doing I I still, I want to play now. I, I love it so much. I thought about it a couple of years ago, but it just sort of like the idea of traveling to where the rink was and the pads and just like, nah. Yeah, thank God for my dad for Too taking me time. to those games. Yeah. Hockey dad? Hockey dad taking yeah. me to 3 o'clock in the morning So I played um, a lot of music in high school, so that was like, there's an equal amount of gear there, I feel like. But Were you a drummer? I played bass. So, cool. Yeah. The drums th- is a real, is a true gear. We coming up on it? We're coming up on it. I might have to. Coming up on a hard out. You got a hard out, don't you? I got a hard out, but... But you know, he's got a hard out. I got a hard out. I'm sorry, and I, okay, I would no, I would love good. to do this podcast at any point. I try to do a hard out in and, everything I do. I and we're going to do a building the track. Yeah, a definitely, track build. right? Yeah, a musical, okay. musical track build. But we'll get on our iPhones and schedule that. Yeah, you know what's really crazy? Uh, the iPhone case you have right now is the same one that my dad has, that he, that I gave to him, that he gave to me, and he didn't know that he gave it to me when I gave it to him. He has such a bad memory. Pretty fun story. He gave huh? it back to you? I gave it back to him, but he didn't realize that he bought that for me like a year earlier, mm-hmm. and I didn't want it or use and it. And this was the iPad. That's it. This was That's the iPhone case. Right I That's love this one. iPhone case. You it's do? the only good iPhone case. I think he likes for it me. as well. So Good. Dr. John Pemberton. I got an iPhone case once. It wasn't good. This is the good iPhone case, This guys. is a good iPhone case. This is the otter. You have, That's crazy. Here's why it's good. I don't like things that are crazy. That was the sound of it hitting a desk. Yeah. Pretty hard. Okay, hold on. Wow, that's really hard. And I was so much confidence in that strike. I wouldn't do that. Exactly. To my phone it. because my case isn't that good. Looks but it works. I don't. I'll sacrifice. I'll sacrifice that because I. Don't, I want to think I can slip in my pocket, Johnny. Okay. See, there you go. Um, meeting of the minds. We've come to a compromise. I think so. John Daly, thanks for coming here. Uh, Thank we you. See you. On Kroll Show. Please watch the Kroll Show. Uh, I've got a new Bill Cosby Bukowski video coming yes. out very soon. Where will it come out? It'll be very funny. Funny or Die. Funny or Die. Also known as Funny um, or Die. Right? Also known as uh, Mr. McFeely or Die. Yeah, um, Mr. McFeely. Mr. Uh, Rogers. Mr. Rogers. He's the train conductor, I believe. Let's see what's going on with Mr. You know he's an accomplished jazz pianist.
Rogers? Yeah. Yeah. You know, I've seen him naked. No, fuck. All right. Before we go, I've seen Mr. Rogers naked. He's from Pittsburgh. He went to the Pittsburgh Athletic Association, the PAA. When I was a kid, I went there with my brothers every weekend. Uh, I would take, and that's where I learned to swim. That's where my brothers would take karate classes. I went into the locker room once and I saw Mr. Rogers' penis. And on that note, I saw his peen and I have to go. Thanks. All right. Twitter. Love you. Bye. Bye. At John Daly. Bye. Bye. National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. The NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com.